Hey everyone. So today is super exciting because two special things are happening around the same time. So first of all, it's the wrap up of another year. So today I'm going to play some of the top moments from 2022. And today is also the 100th, can't even believe I'm saying that, episode of the podcast. So 100 episodes later, this is, I don't know, it's just kind of surreal that when you show up consistently, then that's just what happens. So for the last year and a half-ish, every Tuesday, another podcast drops. And now I'm adding a little mini-sode on Fridays too. So this is such an exciting time. So because it is 100 episodes in, I am doing kind of a little thank you to you. Thank you to all you listeners. If it wasn't for you, then I wouldn't be here doing this, sharing all these incredible stories from people around the globe and some stories of my own to enlighten, ignite, and inspire. So if you're one of the people who has sent me a personal message telling me how your life has changed or your thoughts or the shifts in your life, thank you. I so, so, so appreciate you. That means the world. That's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. If you have shared this with your friends or your family or coworkers, um, thank you so much. That is how the podcast grows and the impact can spread even further, starting the ripple effect. So if you haven't yet and you just enjoy it for yourself, my ask would be to please share it, text it to a friend, share it on your IG, however you like to share so that the impact can go deeper and farther. So because it is 100 episodes in, if you write a review and take a screenshot and send me a DM on Instagram at Candice Danielle Dunaway, you can find that in the show notes, I will be gifting you with a coffee. So please go and write that review because it helps with the podcast and then it just helps to share and spread the message. So next is going to be some of the top moments from 2022. And here's the most beautiful thing. As I share the podcast and have different guests on, I get a front row seat. I get to ask the questions. I am evolving and growing it's part of my evolution, just listening into the stories and perspectives of others. So I can't wait to share some of my favorite moments of 2022 with you. So first up is the lovely Howard Bihar. I absolutely love this man. After I listened to Ed Milet's podcast and Howard gave out his phone number, I paused the episode. I think there was five minutes left of it. I dialed him up left him a voicemail and he called me back and I had such an amazing conversation, got so much clarity from him and then had him as a guest on the podcast. So Howard is such an incredible light in this world. Not only did he help grow Starbucks, which is there's work, then there's home, 
And then there's this other place. It's not even about the coffee. He's got the book. It's not about the coffee. Um, yeah, he is just such a light in this world and such a giver. So you definitely have to check out the podcast. But here is just a snippet. So the customer left and I said, I said, Dad, you forgot to ring the fruit up on the cash register. And he just looked at me and said, you know, Howard, not everything we do in life do we need to get paid for. I have these people are not just our customers. They're our friends and our neighbors. And I also happen to know they're, they're in tough times right now and they can't afford fresh fruit. And so it's just my way of saying thank you to them. And, and I never, you know, I didn't realize the importance of that lesson at that age. But over time, I remembered it and I never forgot it. Now, everything we do in life do we need to get paid for. And, you know, we just sometimes we need to just let go of that idea that we need to be rewarded, recognized or paid for something that we do. Sometimes we just do it because it's the right thing to do. Isn't he just incredible? So if you want to contact Howard and have a conversation, give him a text or give him a call, go check out the episode and he gives out his phone number. So love, love, love you, Howard. And another amazing guest that I had on the podcast is Jacob Jenkins. How is he only 25 years old? Like, I am just blown away. His story is absolutely incredible. But if you find out what you consume and who you spend your time with is so, so important. His mindset is just on fire. He's been through it all like we all have. I feel like we all have been through it all, whatever that is to us. But he chooses to be this like force to be reckoned with. He chooses to make this world a better place and focus on himself and invest in himself. And if there's something that I've learned in the last couple of years that has changed the trajectory of my life is absolutely 1000% investing in myself. When I started to invest in myself, things started to change. So consider who who are those people who are in your circle and how are you investing into you and your future? You've definitely got to check out this podcast with Jacob, but here is a few little words of advice from him. You got to be willing to spend money on, on yourself. If you're going to drop $1,000 on a new phone, you should at least spend that on yourself. I mean, easy, easily, because again, you're, you pay people that have already done it to give you the answers. It's like, um, solving a Rubik's cube. If you never, if you've never solved it, you don't know what to do. And I know how to do it. I could just have you sit there for weeks, months, and then you'll just set it aside and get bored of it because you just can't figure it out. Or I can sit you down and give you a video tutorial on how to do it step-by-step step, guaranteed. And yeah, maybe it takes you an hour to figure out through the tutorial, but then you can solve it in three minutes after. And then it's just engraved in your, in your mind. And I charged you 5,000 for that. It's like most people won't pay the $5,000 to learn. They'll just try to figure it out, figure it out. They'll set it down then they'll pick it back up for a minute and they'll set it down. And then all of a sudden they're old they're not where they want to be driving what they don't want to drive surrounded by people they don't want to be with in a marriage that doesn't make them happy. And they're wondering why their life hasn't panned out when you could just pay someone and they'll shave off five years of your life, 10 years of your life. This next guest, Tracy O'Malley, the Enneagram expert. Oh, I just am blown away by 
all that she knows and the expertise in the Enneagram. I am so interested in anything personality because I feel like when you know a little bit about the way you work and a little bit more about yourself, then you can definitely show up as the best version of yourself or work on the areas that maybe need a little attention and really flourish in the ways that your system kind of, um, what's the word, that you thrive in. So I love this conversation with Tracy. Like I use it as a compass, not to shame myself, but like, wow, I'm under extreme stress. What's really going on? And kind of assessing. That's how you use the gift and the anatomy of your Enneagram type. It's like just a compass. It's not a shame stick. It's not a box to put you in. It's just a roadmap. Like, ah, this indicates this. It's just like the warning lights on your car. You don't shame your car for, you know, saying your tire pressure is low. Just means like, hey, we got we got to fix something here. And that's how we use Enneagram in the most beautiful way. And when you start to like live that, people are like, what in the world? That like, how do you handle all this stuff? And you handle it and you have fun and you have energy. Like I have more energy at 50 than I did at 30. And it's really having the right roadmap and understanding it, integrating it and using the compass that when I see something's maybe a little bit off, not taking it personal and not beating the shit out of myself, but really saying, okay, what's really happening right now and assessing and then moving differently. It's powerful, powerful stuff. This next guest, Christina LeCure, is the one-on-one coach that I've worked with. I've been in her mastermind. I consider her a good friend. She knows she knows it all. Um, I absolutely love her. And she's been on the podcast a couple of times. She was my very first interview. She interviewed me. And the second interview was all about her journey about climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. So here's a little piece of advice that I think we all can apply to anything and anywhere that we're at. So take a listen. Life is so short. Do you know how many people would have said no to that? So many people would have talked themselves out. And you know what's sad? I know two people that did that were on the board that said, no, we're going to go next year. And next year, the world shut down. And Kilimanjaro may not be the same as it ever was. Again, the world is never going to be the same. We all know that. So say yes now. These next two guests, I absolutely love, John and Anna. So here's a cool story. So through Jacob, he recommended the book, The Go-Giver, which is one of his favorites. Now, one of my absolute favorites Everybody needs to grab a copy and read it. It's short and sweet. And so what ended up happening was I reached out to Bob Berg and also to John David Mann, who wrote the book together to see if they wanted to be on the podcast. And I ended up doing a podcast with Bob, all kind of about the go-giver. And then it turns out that John and Anna wrote The Go-Giver Marriage. So I had them come on together and talk all about that. And oh my goodness, read The Go-Giver first, the original, it's red, and then go pick up the other ones. And oh, you, 
you'll change the way that you think about how you show up in the world and how you give so freely. Anyways, this little snippet from John and Anna, I mean, let's be real here. We are so complex as humans. It, I just can't even like we could get into that for hours and hours and hours. But then you throw a second human into the mix in a relationship, however that that is, friends, family, and then lover. So The Go-Giver Marriage was an incredible book as well. And don't we all want to improve our relationships? Even if it's even if it's thriving, even if we're so happy, there's always a little way to improve. So you've got to check out the full episode, but check out this most heartwarming, beautiful story that Anna shares here. Uh, three opportunities a day to find something that you love about your spouse and then take the time to tell them. And, and it can be something really simple, but I ask people to be really authentic. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll give you an example. One of my clients, uh, her husband took the kids Christmas shopping on a Friday night when she was, she had had a, you know, what she called the week from hell at work. And she was so stressed out. He took three kids out, finished their Christmas list off, brought them home, took them for ice cream, brought them home, took them upstairs, wrapped all the presents, and they kept skipping down the stairs and putting them under the, under the tree with secrets. And they were lit up. They had had a wonderful night with their dad. And for her, she took a hot bath and had a glass of wine, and she was so happy. Uh, but she said the next morning when they had coffee, she thanked him with when they went to bed. But the next morning when they had coffee, she said, I just want you to know that when I watch you with our children, when I listen to you talk with them, when I see how you just rescued me from the worst week and took the kids out and took care of everything, and they came home just so wound up and excited and happy because they had time with you. I just realized that I'm so blessed and I feel so thankful that you are the father of our children. And she said, he's like a man who's never without words. And she said he was stammering over himself, but he finally said, thank you. Like you have no idea. That's the thing that I want the most. I want to be a good father. And, you know, they went on with their day, but she said the whole tone of the day changed. Wasn't that amazing? Isn't it all just about like the little things when you think about it? That's what it is. It, it always comes down to the little things. So check out the full episode, but how can you make someone's day, light someone up, give them a break, tell them how appreciated they are because people hold on to those words and will remember. Now, my next guest, Mike, I am Ellie. Oh my gosh, his energy is electric. He is so magnetic in his story. He talks about how him, a straight male, unexpectedly fell in love with another straight male. And spoiler alert, they're now married. His story is unbelievable. But when you listen to this little clip from the podcast, when you think you're dying, some people just do whatever is on their heart. They throw everything out to the wind and see how it lands. 
when you think that you're dying, you might be willing to do more than you are now when you're actually alive. So check this little snippet out. And this guy I knew from college, his name's Garrett. Just by chance, he was on residency for um, a pharmacy residency, so he knew the medical system. He was also just home. And so by chance, he became my de facto caretaker. And he would drive me to appointments. He would pick up my prescriptions. Um, when it got so bad that I couldn't leave the house, he would grocery shop for me. When it got so bad that I couldn't get off the couch, he would actually cook me dinner and even clean up my blood when I was vomiting blood. And about two months into this process, I realized I was developing feelings for him. And to kind of give you some context to my mindset at the time, this was weird for me because up until that point in my life, I had never been with a man. To my conscious knowledge, never been interested in a man. And I had lots of gay friends. I felt like, at least I thought of myself, as a very bohemian, open person. Um, but for whatever reason, never interested in men. Totally fine for me. And Garrett had just gotten out of a six-year relationship with a woman. And so in my mind, there was obviously no way that he was interested either. But, you know, I was so afraid that I was going to die that I was doing some crazy things in my life. I was writing handwritten letters to every member of my family saying everything I've never said out loud. Like, it kind of any radical therapy, I was doing it. And so I'm sitting there thinking... If I feel something, I have no idea if this is real. I have no idea if this is like, you know, this is just a human within proximity and I'm afraid I'm going to die. I don't know what this is, but I also know that I can't stuff things down anymore because blood is coming up, things are coming up. And so I just decided I'm going to say something. Now, what do you think are some of the possibilities that we could be opened up to or invited to? If we lived a little bit more on the edge, a little bit more from our heart, even if things don't work out, maybe there might be some unexpected blessings that are coming our way. So don't wait until you think it's the end. If there is something that you're not really sure about, it might work out, it might not work out, how can you... Put yourself out there a little bit more to really live fully in this life. You know me if you've been around that I think it really only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. So check out how Katie Spots, who, oh my goodness, she was the first, like the youngest person, sorry, not the first, the youngest person to row solo across the Atlantic Ocean. So three months um, or it was 70 days. I don't know the exact numbers anymore, but without a follow boat, she rode across the ocean. So check out how her story began, what, what it was, the moment, the time in her life that she went from a bench warmer and that's how she thought of herself to doing the incredible things that she's doing today. So that's only one of the things that she's done, which is a feat in itself. If you've done something like that, like you could hang up your boots and be maybe happy or fulfilled for your life, but that's not really how it works. When you do something like that, then the motivation and drive to keep doing incredible things and knowing when you've 
finish this out of this world goal that you can really do anything. She continues to do incredible things. So you definitely have to check her out, but check out how, you know, it could be any moment that changes your life and how she went from truly being a bench warmer to doing incredible things. And so pretty much at a young age, middle school, I I wrote it off that I'm just not an athlete. And so during my senior year of high school, I needed to take this mandatory physical education class to get my diploma. And uh, I didn't want to do it. I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to get a doctor's note or write an essay about how great physical fitness is. I don't know. I And so I couldn't. And so naturally the thing I I try to do next is find the easiest class. And so that was a walk, uh, jog, run class. And um, I I did that. And, um, you know, I was pretty stubborn about it. Like, ah, this is a waste of time. I don't want to be here. And after walking for a few weeks and putting in that bare minimum effort, I was curious and just thinking, you know, if I actually tried, is it physically possible? Is my body capable of running one mile? Like, could I do it? And I didn't have pressure from coaches or letting down teammates. And so in my mind, it was like, well, there's nothing to lose. So I tried and it most certainly wasn't a Nike moment. I didn't know anything (laughs) about pacing myself and just kind of blew out the gate and was holding on for dear life until the end of that eight lap, uh, attempt, but it was a very defining moment because it was like, wow, wait, I had a story and the story said, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I'm not this and I'm not that. And that story was so strong that it became reality. And, and that one mile was enough to like open a door. There was a little crack for me to walk through and be like, okay, wait, what, when I, get the story out when I let go of my preconceived notions on what's possible, what's, what's really there. So I hope that's a little reminder to yourself that at any time, it doesn't matter your age or your circumstance, you can change your mindset. You can do the things that you dream of. The possibilities are endless. So now another one of my guests, Sam, oh my gosh, how I absolutely love, love, love her. She shared her story so open and vulnerably, vulnerably check out the thing that she came upon, the epiphany that wasn't coming, what she discovered that she had to do for herself to make a change in her life. So I took myself for a walk and I was like, okay. I was waiting for this epiphany. Like I was waiting for like some big reason to pop into my life where it would make me stop drinking or drink less. And I realized that there was no epiphany coming. There was nothing that was going to pop in that was going to be stronger than anything, any other reason I already had to stop. And so I just realized that like it was legitimately on me that I had to stop. I just had to. And I have not had a drink since that day. So it has been 576 days since December 29th, 2020. 
and I have been sober this entire time. So have you noticed the theme kind of coming up in these little clips that it, it comes back to doing the work? This is what I've noticed so much that, you know, there's some people that aren't happy and aren't satisfied and are living Groundhog Day, but they're not willing to budge. They're not willing to do anything different. They're not willing to do the work. And I get it. It can be scary. Change can be scaring. Even if it is change that is good change because it's different, it can be scary. And we are can just get into these loops, these patterns that keep repeating themselves over and over and over again. But if there's an area of your life or maybe it's multiple areas of your life that you think could use a little bit of a boost that maybe could use a little bit of rewiring or a change. If you want things to be different, you have to do something different. So if you're listening today and you know, you're getting inspired and you're thinking, yes, anything could happen for me. All of these dreams that I have, all of these areas of my life that I think could be elevated a little bit more. It's absolutely possible, but you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to invest in yourself and the best investment you'll ever make is into yourself because when you invest in yourself, not only will you reap all of the rewards and live such a more fulfilling life, but all of the people around you will also benefit from the ripples of that too. So I hope this inspires you to do the work and invest in yourself. And how do you feel about money? I have definitely had to do some rewiring in this area. I am still working on changing my money story, but listen to this. Listen to this of you on money. It is just brilliant. I'll argue this till, till I, you know, probably croak. Things are made possible through money, right? Like you, and I don't mean being wealthy. I just mean things cost money. Opportunities cost money. Decisions cost money. So if you understand money and how money works, you will be able to create these opportunities for yourself. Now, I love talking to my next guest, Mac McGregor. He transitioned from female to male and he is just so brilliant. Everything that he had to share about, you know, growing up, transitioning. And I love how he is taking a stand, how you'll hear that he is flying with the flag high Because sometimes it takes that one person to go before us, that one person to guide us along the way, that one person to be vulnerable and represent that helps others in their own journey. So I so admire him for everything that he does and who he is and what he shared about his experience being trans so listen in now i fly the flag high 
And I only do that because I live out loud who I am because I'm not ashamed of it. And I think that that helps other people be able to, when they see that example, be able to live in their authenticity and encourages them. It gives them courage to do it when they see other people do it. And especially when they see people do it in a way that actually enjoy their life. Like my wife and I are happy. We have a great relationship. I'm here in Colorado with my grandkids right now. We have a great life. And so for people to be able to, you know, live in their authenticity and show that it's not doom and despair, right? Like a lot of people think if you're trans, it's all bad, right? No, it isn't. <laughs> I have an absolutely great life. So this next guest and I became fast friends when I reached out to her to see if she wanted to share a room We'd never met. We were perfect strangers in another country at a Kathy Heller event down in LA. So she ended up saying, yes, I absolutely love her. She is the most magnetic, kind, loving, beautiful human ever. So take a listen into this little clip from her podcast episode. I remember sitting in front of them like we are right now. And telling them I'm leaving. And I actually got the most beautiful responses from them and then later from the entire university. Um, I got messages. I was like, they, people had actually said, why didn't you leave sooner? And in, in not in a mean way, but in a way of like, this is totally your thing. Because I would do workshops for the university, I would do like, these are customer service trainings, and I would be the go-to person for like event setup and coordination and, and graphics and design, and I would be like helping other employees with their lives and their habits and their relationships. And then students too, and it was like, people were like, duh, go, what do you, okay, like, you, yes, and I remember writing about it. And posting about it and I went live on my social media that day after work and was like, I just left my job <laughs> or planning to. Um, but it was it was miraculous for me because they all validated it. They they weren't mad, they weren't upset, they were just like, duh, like we see it and we've always seen it. You're a boss, you're a CEO, you are a coach, you're a life changer, you're a motivator, and we'll see you back one day for like a training when we pay you to come back as like the life coach. Now, isn't it so cool how sometimes it's so obvious to everybody else around us when we actually tell them the thing? Like Dahlia said, like, yeah, of course, this is who you are. We all see it. So I love that she got kind of that affirmation from all of the people that were surrounding her but just remember too if you are around other people that don't yet see that in you but you know it's inside of you to still follow the call to follow your heart because it always will guide you in the right direction so I love how Talia was just kind of affirmed by all of the people that surrounded her she is this incredible woman who is helping to change lives. The impact that she's having is just beautiful. She is. Go follow her. The most beautiful, loving, magnetic woman. 
Okay, so my next guest that I had in the podcast, I fell in love with her a long time ago. I believe that I heard her on Kathy Heller's podcast. Maybe she was in the Abundant Ever After program I was in. I can't remember, but it was like love at first words. When I heard her speak, everything that she offered to the world, I instantly was like, oh, I love this woman. I feel so connected to her. Everything she's saying, I echo, I believe. So I got to meet her in person at Kathy Heller's event. And uh, it was so lovely to get to connect with her for a little bit there. And at the event, she shared all about oneness. And it actually inspired a guest who's up and coming in 2023, who's going to be on the podcast to write a book that is published already. She is such an inspiration. She is changing the world. She is love. So talk teasers. There's two um, little teasers that I'm going to share with you. The one about oneness that is so, so, so important for everyone to hear. And then there's going to be one more. So tune in here. Debbie, who is my partner in this um, project, who is a very devoted Jewish um, woman, and I am Muslim, and um, I was doing this artwork of hers and mine, like just picture, putting pictures together because we just did a live. Um, and my son was sitting at the back seat while I picked him up, and he was like, oh, you guys look like sisters. And I was like, we are sisters. And the next thing he said was, is she Muslim? So I had to go back and I was like, this answer will stay with him forever. So I better have it right. So I looked at him and I said, remember, we are all brothers and sisters. And the smile on his face, I know the seed, I have planted the seed. And now it's just going to grow in him. Isn't this message exactly what the world needs to hear? Like it just needs to be blanketed over the whole world and it would change everything. So she is changing the world as it is one step at a time. Check into this next little teaser of the episode two. I love what she says here, how... Maybe she is an energy match. That's what it comes down to. It's all in the energy. It's all in our vibration. I was like, why am I here? Like, what is so special about me? All these people are so, so, so established and rich and so influential. And why is a girl from Pakistan who is doing the small business and not that I like, it was just like a, I don't know what it was. It kept on coming up. And I think we often feel that way. And then I walked out of there and I was like, maybe I'm an energy match for all those people. Oh, I just love that so much. And yeah, of course, Talkties should be in that room because she is vibrating at that level. Her energy is love. She is one of those people that is changing the world. So I love that she brought that up because I feel like many of us 
might be in that same space thinking, who am I to be sitting in those rooms? Who am I to be sharing my opinion, my voice? But if you're here and you have a voice and you have an opinion, then you should be in those rooms. So of course, Tokti's is an energy match at that level. She is, we're all human. We all have a story. And when you believe that your voice should be heard, when you get into that alignment, when your vibration is vibrating at a higher level, when you come with love, then of course she belongs in those rooms. So that that's kind of a little teaser of the moments from 2022. I mean, there's so many more. There were so many more incredible guests that I had in the podcast. So go back and check out the episodes, check out the titles, see what hits you, see what you're called to, because maybe there is something inside of some of the episodes that's going to be magic for you, that's going to change the trajectory of your life, that's going to be exactly what you need to hear right now in this moment. So once again, thanks for coming back every week. I love you. I appreciate you. It really, truly means the world to me. So if you write a review and send me a screenshot of the review, I'm going to gift you with a coffee. So send them in. Also, as always, tag me on IG. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is. And please share the podcast and the episodes that resonate with you so that it can continue to grow and have a positive impact on many more people around the world. Thanks. Love you. See you again.